Welcome to the In-Law Suite. I'm Crystal. And I'm Nicole. And we are your new favorite in-laws. This is the podcast where we talk about everything. So grab some coffee or some wine and close the door behind you. Because you're in the In-Law Suite. So let's go. Hello and welcome back to the In-Law Suite. We are super excited to be back with you guys this week. And we will be talking about setting boundaries. But before we talk about that, we are going to head over to Nicole's Corner. Hello, everybody. We're in Nicole's Corner, and we're going to talk about the highlights of our week. So, Kristani, what is the highlight or what was the highlight of your week? Um, getting the computer to work just now. <laughs> <laughs> no. So that was a success, yes. <laughs> um. The highlight of my week is probably um, my daughter's first game um, as a cheerleader. It's not her game, but is it, what do they call it? Is it a performance as a cheerleader? Uh, I I think Um, it's game. Okay. Her first game. She performed at the game. Yeah. As a cheerleader, she did really, really well. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm just very excited. Like I've been... I don't want to say patting myself on the back, but um, I've been reaping the benefits of this decision to let her do cheerleading. Um, yeah. Because as you know, I am a dancer. That's like mm-hmm. my first love. I grew up dancing. That's something that I was very passionate about. I did it in college. Um And I always wanted her to be a dancer. And we put her in dance class before And, um, I can just tell such a big difference between how she felt about dance and how she feels about cheerleading. So I'm just very glad that we trusted her to, you know, decide which one she wanted to do. And we let her try it out because Mm -hmm. she really loves it. She's good at it. She takes it seriously. She's excited to do it. So, um, they were so cute in their little uniforms <laughs> and doing their little um, cheers. Like they, for them to have, I guess they've been practicing for a month and a half, maybe. Yeah, it's been a while. They were really together, like for five year olds. Because I'm thinking yeah. about like with dance, you like practice for months, you know? Yeah. Um, and they were like walking on their little line, like to the <laughs> to the field. I bet they looked so cute. They looked so cute, and they had their little hands on their hips while they were walking. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! And and her group is a big group. There's um twenty kids in her section. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if there's actually like twenty that participate, but there's like twenty signed up. I don't. It was. I would say it was probably close to 20 and they, they were together. Like that's good. It was, it was really cute. They were loud and her team won. So that's good. Even better. So we got, we coming for you guys because we play your, uh, (laughs) we play your school in a couple weeks. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you know? Okay. Well, I'll tell you what day. Yeah. I'll find out and I'll let you know, but yeah, we, we play your school. Um, so the in-laws That's are going to have to decide who they root for. <laughs> I'll probably root for Kristen. <laughs> no offense to our school, but 
Yeah. We don't, you know, I don't go to their football games. So yeah. I just go for Kristen. But it was actually, like, really fun. And her level, because they're kindergarten, I guess kindergarten mm-hmm. through first, second grade maybe is her level. Uh-huh. And um, so they do flag football. But they had, okay. <laughs> they had some guys out there that was, they was pulling people down and stuff. Anthony was like, they're going to have to start checking birth certificates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't want no contact now. <laughs> but it was really exciting. Like, you know, I haven't been watching football a lot lately. Oh, but it started now. I, I haven't watched for years, though. You know, I stopped watching football. Why don't you start watching football? I stopped um, in support of Colin Kaepernick. Oh, gotcha. Um, and I was, I was waiting to have a reason to start back again, but they just mm-hmm. give me reasons to not watch. Watch it, yeah, more. yeah. Um, and so that's and that's how I started watching baseball, and I really like baseball. But um, yeah, I haven't watched football in a long time, and like being out there watching the game, it made me really miss watching miss football. It, yeah. So we actually watched because the game was Saturday, and on Sunday, like was the first time that I actually like watched football. But I will tell you, like, it doesn't do the same. Like, it's like I watch live. it. Yeah. No, but like, just I watch it, and I just still like. It's like I can't just enjoy it. Like it's been ruined for me. You know what I mean? Yeah i I don't really watch football religiously. I might catch it here and there. Yeah. But I went to a live game, and I feel like I like to watch stuff live versus on a TV. So I feel like the excitement of me watching it would probably be more if it was a live game, but I yeah. can understand your reasoning why you don't want to watch it or you didn't watch it for a while. Um, but it was really but, hard for me. Like the first year, it was so hard not to watch it. Cause I loved watching. I know football. you I did was, watch football. I was a huge football fan. Like I was into it. And now it's like, I was asking Anthony, like, so what happened to this player? And he was like, oh, he retired like two years yeah, ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you're so, a little outdated I'm now. I'm way yeah. out of date. I'm way out of date. Um, but yeah, uh, that's my highlight. What was yours? So I really didn't have anything personally that I can say was a highlight. I mean, I volunteered this Saturday at our local food bank. So I guess that's something that was um, a highlight. Yeah. Um, what did so you that do? was good. We basically were macaroni? distributing. No. <laughs> we were outside and we were distributing um, distributing food um, into people's cars. So how okay. it worked was you put, like, if you were at a station, I was at the bread station, so I put bread in the cart and the people that roll the carts like stopped at every station and then at the end they would take the cart and put the stuff in people's trunks and cars or whatnot so okay it was really really nice it's something that i'll probably continue to do um but i um i i like that because see the thing is you should do it with me next time yeah yeah let me know um because i like this is gonna sound really bad <laughs> I like people and I like helping people. I don't yeah. like people though. So like I <laughs> That sounds really, really bad. <laughs> it does. It sounds bad. I don't like people, but I I don't like helping people. Yeah, I just don't want to like talk to people. So like and just to be honest, stuff in their trunks. That's 
you talk to like the volunteers, but it's not like a, I'm going to have a full blown out conversation, which I do need to talk to you about that. So remind you, I talk to, remind me to talk to you about something that happened. Um, but you, you see a lot of people there. I bet and, I can guess what it is. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so you can, um, talk to like volunteers and stuff, but you don't really talk to them like conversations you'd be like yeah. oh well you put the bread here i'll put the bread here let's make right. a box so we can do it together but yeah i've serious. done um i've done volunteering like that it was very different of course this was pre-covid um yeah. and i just I, I don't know i don't know We'll move on. I'm but a, I, I'm I, tell I like you, the when, taking the pressure off of not having to say the right thing to people. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Like, so this, this was the first time this time where they actually gave flowers to, cause we did it on nine 11. So we gave flowers to the people in need of food. Mm-hmm. And so they asked people to, who wants to hand out these flowers and just say, you know, have a blessed day or say some encouraging words. I didn't want to do that part, yeah. <laughs> but other people w- was willing to do it. But I thought that was really, really nice. And like they had bouquet of flowers, leftovers, like leftover bouquet of flowers. So I took some home. So I thought that was really nice. But, um, but I could understand the interaction. They said that it used to be inside, like, we used to be able to package the food inside and people mm-hmm. come in and get it. Yeah. But I like it actually outside because, um, I don't know. I felt like it's less interaction with people. Like, you yep. know, so it's it, it, not I, in a, I don't, I like people, so I don't mind interacting with people, but interaction in terms of like the COVID. You oh know, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Just like distancing yourself from people. I so. just, I mean, what I mean, and I'm trying to think of the right way. Like <laughs> if it were me and I was like falling on hard times and I needed help and I was coming here and the people were helping me, I don't want to go down a line of people and everyone trying to say, Encouraging words. Keep your head up. Yeah. Like, just give me the bread. You know what I mean? Yeah, and keep it moving. If you're saying, like, keep your head up to 20 people, like, it's not that authentic. You know what I mean? Like, it's different than if you were, let's say, there all the time, and it's, I know you, like, hey, Nicole, how is that, you know, how'd that job interview go? You know, like, that, I feel like, I don't, I like that type of interaction, but just having to like hand someone bread and then motivate them, quote unquote, like fake it till you make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That to yeah. me, I'm super awkward. I'd be like, Jesus loves you, you know? Yeah. Like, what do you say? And and to be honest, as a volunteer, I would think that you wouldn't feel authentic too, saying it to everybody, right? Because I saw somebody, and no shade to this person, I don't know their life situation, but I saw them roll up in the new Lexus. And I'm just thinking to myself, if you have money for a new Lexus, right? Like, I'm not talking maybe they like were a new, um, like, 2015. I'm talking about 2021. Well, let's say that maybe the person that they were picking up for doesn't have a vehicle. Maybe they were picking up for someone. Let's pray that that was the yeah. situation. Yeah. I, I, but me looking at you and judging you, because that is a judgment, I'm like, 
why that person coming in here getting food? You know, like maybe they lost their job after they got the brand new Lexus. Um, like I said, I'm hoping it's a genuine, like, I need help yeah. versus somebody who's just trying well, to get money. I'm gonna before tell the you what my aunt told me one time. We were living in New York and we were going into like KFC, and there was somebody standing at the door asking for money, right? Mm-hmm. And my aunt didn't have any money. She just had like her card or whatever. And so she went in and she ordered like the guy a meal. So she got like her food and then she got an extra meal for the guy outside. Right. And so when she came back out, she was like, hey, like I didn't have any money. But because he because he was saying at the door, please give me some money. I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. Can you give me some money? Right. So she got him food. And she's like, I didn't have any money, but I got you this combo meal or whatever. You know, like, God bless you. Here you go. And he took the food, threw it on the floor behind him and continued asking people for money. Okay. Because he was so hungry. He didn't need it. Yeah. So, and my aunt was like pissed off at first because she was like, no, he didn't throw this food. Like, at least wait for me to walk away. Like, I know he didn't just throw my food. And then she was like, you know what? I, I gave because I wanted to give. So I did what I had to do. And then yeah. I can't, I like, I can't change that based on him, you know? So even if that person yeah. had the wrong intentions, if they were just there to get free food and they didn't really need it and they were taken from other people, you know, you were there for the right reasons and that's all that matters. Don't let oh, that, yeah. you know, discourage you or make you feel oh, you know, a different way. Yeah, and like I said, I don't know what that person's situation was. I'm yeah. praying it was like what you were saying. Maybe they're picking up food for somebody, um, but it, it just was. Yeah, oh, I it get was it. It's a little off. It was a little yeah. off because you see all these other cars, you know, they're cars barely that, tinkering. Like, yeah, they're ba- barely hanging on, and then you see this brand new Lexus. You're like, what is going on here? But anyway, but that really wasn't the highlight of my week. I saw the VMAs. Did you see that on Sunday? Mm -mm. So instead of watching football, I saw the VMAs, and um, which was very interesting because the VMAs was actually like live with the live audience. Uh huh. Which is the I want to say it's probably one of the first awards that I've seen with the actual like large audience. Yeah. And um, so that was really exciting to see. I got to see. A couple of favorite my artists, couple of favorite artists that I like um, perform. You had Doja Cat. Um, I was talking about Chloe earlier. She performed, mm-hmm. um, and Normani performed. So that was very very interesting to see. So that's all I got to say. Was my highlight was the VMAs. Okay, so it was good to see it because I used to watch it all the time yeah. growing up. So, so yeah. So that's what I did. Good. VMAs. So, VMAs. That's the only thing I could think of. You know, my memory is short. There might have been some other things that happened this week, but my memory is so short. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I barely can remember what happened this morning. So, mm-hmm. we're gonna move on from there. Yeah. So, <laughs> let's get into the topic. Oh, um, never mind. Let's okay. get into the topic. Let's get into the topic. The topic today is about setting boundaries. And so I'm just going to, you know, I'm the questioner. So I got a list of questions for us to talk about. And so we're going to go right 
into the first question is, do you set boundaries in your marriage? If so, what important, what are, what <laughs> important boundaries are there? Can I tell you about oh, a boundary? <laughs> this just made me think about this dream I had last night. And I woke oh, up. <laughs> We're not going to talk about this for long. But I had a dream that me and Anthony were going somewhere. I don't know. I don't know if the world was ending upstairs or what was happening, but we were trying to get into this society, right? Mm-hmm. For some reason. And it was like this white dude. And then, but in order to get in, we Anthony had to take a second wife. <laughs> That's weird. And she was like standing behind this glass wall, right? And when I tell you, I was, I woke up, I was so angry. I woke him up in the middle of the night and was cussing him out. Because of the dream. <laughs> I was Lord. like, in the cold, like, the, and it was, huh, like, my body, well, first off, I used to have night terrors. So, like, with a night terror, it's basically like a nightmare, but your body, like, has a physical reaction to the Rash. nightmare. So mm-hmm. my body, like, it was like essentially the same thing. Like my body couldn't tell that it wasn't real. So I yeah. like woke him up and I was like, so you was just go take a second wife. <laughs> and he probably said, this crazy lady. And he been teasing me about it all day. Um, but he did not take a second wife. He did not take a second wife. That's definitely <laughs> one of the boundaries. <laughs> the boundaries is he can only have one wife. But I never even went back to sleep. Like I was like so amped up off of this. Yeah. Girl. Anyways. Um. But yeah, when you said like boundaries in your marriage, that's one. <laughs> the first one you can only have one wife. <laughs> one wife. That's number one. one. Yeah. Um, so I think for us, we we have boundaries. I, I guess I would say they're more like unspoken boundaries because we are very similar in how we like view our marriage. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like the same things that would make me upset would also make him upset. So it hasn't been like anything where I'm like, no, it's, a, it's okay for you to, you know, spend the night at your female friend's house and sleep in her bed and and he disagrees you know what I mean like we pretty much are the same on what we feel like is acceptable or not um Mm -hmm. so we definitely I think have boundaries but it's just kind of been established by us knowing each other and knowing like what's okay and what's not okay so do you have like a, a set boundary yourself that he can't cross besides the one wife situation? <laughs> Is there like something that, all right, he had to learn to adapt or. Oh, you know, definitely. Like... But I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider those to be boundaries. I mean, I feel like, like one of the things that he, we, he had to adjust to was like that. I'm a very outspoken person. And I think early on, he didn't really care for that aspect of my personality. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm going to say what I think and how I feel regardless. It's not, I don't ever feel like I need to bite my tongue to make somebody Mm -hmm. else feel comfortable. Like, you going to say how you feel. I'm going to say how I feel. I don't feel like, you know, I have to kowtow to anybody. Um, But I wouldn't say that that's a boundary. Now, that's a good question that that I thought of while you were saying that was 
how you speak to your spouse because that can be a boundary like talking down to your spouse yes well we we definitely do have boundaries um surrounding that and i think that Mm -hmm. was more of a his boundary because i have Mm -hmm. a potty mouth you know that already Mm -hmm. um and sure. so, like, early on, he had to tell me, like, oh, yeah, you can't say that, boo. I had to hurt you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, don't, yeah, the, don't, don't curse talk at like me. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. But I guess um, it's just, like, it was never a really big issue. Like, he, like, we had the conversation one time and then I adapted to it. So it hasn't yeah. been something that I've that's been like a problem for us. And it's yeah. been like, after we had that conversation, it kind of was just like a reality check for me. Like, if you love this person, then why would you talk to them that way? You know? Yeah. 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 I definitely agree. I think, I think setting boundaries is like you said, kind of like an unspoken thing. But as you go through your marriage, you find out different things about each other. And what, well, not even in your marriage, just as you in a relationship, you know, like, oh, like, okay, so here's my boundary. This may be a silly boundary. <laughs> okay. You cannot leave the toilet seat up. Mm-hmm. Like the this is like a, not, not a boundary, a, but it's not like a, a boundary. No, it's a boundary for me because if I ever. Now, when I say toilet seat up, I'm talking about the lid. Like, I don't want to see the water in the toilet. Like, this, That's, the, the, whole, the, the whole lid has, like I said, it's a silly boundary. But if you if I see that you stepped over and that lid... That toilet is up. You about to get it because but I that's, told but you that's five times. But that's different than a boundary. That's like a uh, pet peeve or like a no. That's uh, a boundary preference. For me. A boundary is something that is set for like your personal protection. Like um, it's I I get what you're saying. Like it's a it's something that you. Like you're you're very you take very seriously and you and you hold him to it like you hold him accountable to that, but it's a little bit different than a boundary because a boundary is something that you set and you basically say like this is something that is done it, it, uh, so it's not like that's a boundary for the toilet it's not a boundary for you you see what I'm saying it's a boundary for me okay. <laughs> because I mean I get what you're saying in terms of it's not that important that's why I said it's a, it's a I didn't little... say that it wasn't important I no, just no, no. said it's different than a boundary I, and we're going to have to agree to disagree but I don't think that's like a huge thing when you talk about like marriage and boundaries it's a toilet seat but I was just trying to think of something like mild or minimal that it's not that serious that you know when you're talking with your spouse you learn out okay they don't like things like this I'm not going to do this because of this in terms of like a compromise. But when you talk about serious things in a marriage in terms of boundaries, yes, stepping out on your spouse, that's something that you don't do. Um, Easily as um, not communicating with you at all. Like if you plan on going somewhere with your friends and you just don't say something to me at all, don't you like, isn't that like stepping out of a, a kind of like a boundary 
Or is that not stepping out of a boundary? If Are you saying like if he goes out and you're just like sitting at home and you're like, hey, you know, what time are you coming home from work? And then he's like, oh, no, I'm not. I'm out with my friends. Is that what or you're saying? Yes, that scenario. Or he's mute completely. Like he just don't call you. He just don't talk to you. But he's thinking everything's fine. Like, oh. Yeah. No, I would consider that to be a boundary. Like you require like open communication. You want to know. Yeah. You know, like, you have expectations in your relationship. Yeah, I, I would say that is. So, like, the boundary part is, like, I have an expectation. And, you know, not not to say that everything has... We all can compromise on, on, on yeah. certain things, right? But you want to make sure, like, it's a, if it's a big expectation, like, adult, like, but infidelity. I, I think the boundaries are the ones that you can't compromise on, right? Like... Oh. You can compromise to a point to say, okay, um, you can text me to let me know as opposed to calling me. That's the compromise, yeah. right? Yeah. But, but you your need to boundary, let me know. yeah, your boundary is I you will not be me. in this relationship if you are going to continue to go out and not communicate with me and I have no idea where you are. That's a boundary. Yeah. 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 Do you feel like successful marriages? Or do you feel like setting boundaries? Or how I'm gonna say this: successful marriages are because they do set boundaries. I think any relationship. So, okay, I'm gonna twist it a little bit. I think uh, any, if we're saying marriages, a successful mm-hmm. marriage is one where we respect each other's boundaries. So. Mm-hmm. I don't have to agree. So let's use the toilet seat for the example, right? If mm-hmm. you're saying that this is a boundary for you, I can't dispute mm-hmm. that, right? That's that's mm-hmm. that's your boundary that you've set. A successful marriage is one where your husband doesn't understand why this is so important to you, mm-hmm. but he does it anyway. He makes sure that he puts that toilet seat down every time because he knows that that is the boundary that you've set and so if you want to take it like to a different level let's say yeah you have a work wife right you know the Mm -hmm. quote unquote and your husband um is hanging out with this person she's calling and texting him all the time and you set the boundary like that it makes you uncomfortable and in our relationship these are what we can and cannot do, then he mm-hmm. has to respect that. Even though he may know, listen, the intentions are innocent. pure. It's innocent. Yeah. She doesn't care for me that way. I don't care for her. It's just, we both hate our boss or something, but yeah. still I'm going to respect that boundary. I'm going to set that, you know, yeah. cut that off with her. Then I think that's really what it takes to make it successful. Talking about the boundaries. Well, yeah, you have to communicate it, like talking about it. But the person that that the boundary was communicated to, they have to adhere to it. Like, yeah, they because if I have a boundary that I'm setting with you and you are not you are continuing to cross that line, that's a level of disrespect that's going to erode the relationship. Yeah. You know, can you think of. Can you think of any other boundary outside of like cheating? Yeah, we or, said or, like how you talk to each other. I think like your interactions with other people. So 
for example, mm-hmm. Anthony didn't like like me being so outspoken. He felt like it was disrespectful to him mm-hmm. if I did it in public, right? I didn't feel like it was being disrespectful. I felt like I was talking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. didn't have anything to do with him. I just felt like I was talking. Yeah. But because it made him feel a type of way, if I was to be, like, stubborn and, like, kick my feet in and say, like, well, I'm going to continue to do it, the way he would receive that is as disrespect. So that would be, like, an undercurrent of our relationship where he's going to feel constantly disrespected every time I do that, you know? Yeah. So I had to, like, make an adjustment in how I behave in those situations or even how I say things to make it so that it's clear that it's not being said with disrespect or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I had that same, not like, like I was not, I wasn't like cursing at, Oh, what I will always be like, I, I do have a potty mouth as well, but I can understand what you're saying in regards to like, making sure that how we're saying things doesn't come off disrespectful mm-hmm. because we're very, I'm very open with whatever I got to say to my husband. So he can get it the nice way, the mean way, whatever, whatever way. But I, my goal, whether nice or mean is never to be disrespectful. Right. So, um, but yeah, that, that's an adjustment because my husband never curses at me and I don't, I don't curse at him. But if, if he doesn't do that to me, I would, I, why would I do that to him? You know? Yeah. Yep. So, um, but yeah, I get what you're saying in, in regards to how you say things. It could easy be like, um, not even like you, maybe talking about them mm-hmm. to other people, yeah. you know, can be that you may not think it's disrespectful, but to them, it hurts their feelings. So, so I think be, that be there could be like a lot of things that are, so, like, a boundary could be, like, going through the other person's phone. That could oh. be a boundary where you're saying, like, I don't want you going through my phone. Or How would you feel about that if your husband said you can't go through your phone? I don't want to go through his phone. I, don't, I mean, but... I don't go through you, his phone. You, I know you don't have a desire to, but what if he told you, you can't go through my phone? I'd be like, okay, because... I don't go through it. Like, <laughs> but no, I know that you don't go through it because you don't have a desire. Cause you, you, you feel like your husband is true. You don't have no issues, but what if like, okay, this is a question. Do you know your husband's passcode? Nope. That is, that is completely opposite to me. Like, Oh, I can go through my phone. I can go through his phone, but I don't have a desire to go through it. But if I needed to go through it to get on the internet or do something, I, I can do it. If I needed I don't, to do that, I could do it too. I just, I don't, I don't feel like I need to have his password. I feel like I need to have access to the things that I need to have access to. Like if he sets up the electric account, right? Yeah. I need to have access to that. Doesn't mean that I need to know all of his passwords in order for that to be the case. No, no. But but I, I know that f- some people they they like that that's their relationship. Ours isn't that way. He doesn't use my phone. I don't use his phone, mm-hmm. and I don't have a desire to. And if he were to like come in here right now and be like, 
Crystal, you cannot use my phone. I'll be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> Why are you I, telling me that? I don't use it I, I get the fact that, yeah, I don't have a desire to use his phone. Like, I don't be going through his, his messages and checking it. Because I, I don't feel that he's done anything to make me want to do that. So, and I trust and believe he is not going to do anything. But in a case where I feel like I need to do that, I have the capability because I know his password. But see, for I me, guess what I'm trying to say I is feel like... I don't feel like I don't feel like I'm I, and I, maybe I'm interpreting it. The, I want to make sure you interpret it. What I'm trying to say is that it's not that if he says you don't be on my phone anymore, I'm like, OK, whatever. I mean, like, whatever. But I know the password if I need to get on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and what if he told you that and then he changed the password? Then we got a problem because exactly. I feel like so now that's what I'm saying. you're We're hiding different. something. You're, I feel like at that point you're I feel like something. every adult has the right to privacy, and I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't have a desire to take that from him. And for me, I feel like if it's at the point where I feel like I need to, like to me, for me, whenever I hear stories and the girl be like, "So when he was asleep, I went through his phone." You need to break up with him because you don't need to be in relationships where you going through people's phones while they sleep, whether they doing something or not. There's a, but there's what, something they're, they're missing investi- there. They're investigating something. For what? Like who wants to Maybe be in they a relationship thought... where you got to investigate somebody? Well, that's why they're investigating to whether they want to be yeah, in the relationship. I ain't doing that. Because what if you, okay, what if something happened, right? Where your husband doesn't come home at a certain amount of time and he's doing this on a regular, right? Then if that is a problem for me, then that's what the problem is. Me looking in his phone is not going to show me. It's like, what am I going to find in there that's going to make the fact that he's doing that okay? Either way, the problem is that he's not coming home at night. That makes me uncomfortable. That's enough. It doesn't matter what he's doing. He could be sitting outside playing Candyland. What was that show? Candy Crush on his phone. Not doing anything. But the fact that it bothers me and he doesn't care enough to adjust the behavior, that's a problem. I don't need to go through his phone and figure out what it is he's doing. The problematic behavior has already been established. Yeah, but let's say he goes out, he's playing Candy Crush or whatever, and he tells you, yeah, I just been outside in my car sitting doing Candy Crush. I just want a few moments of myself. You notice he outside, whatever, and you don't think nothing of it, right? But what if he tells you, I, you know, I was at work, you know, just doing work. And you're like, well, I, I feel like you're hiding something. Well, I'm not hiding anything. Well, let me check your phone. Okay, well, let me check your phone. Here's my phone. And you find out, oh, there's nothing going on. But some people ask, ask that for verification because if you're doing suspicious behavior that you haven't done before, it requires you to investigate. I don't agree with that, but that's your belief and that's the way that you would handle it. And I'm cool with that. I would help you investigate. You would would, help a friend investigate. Yeah, I would be cracking email passcodes for you. But I wouldn't, (laughs) I wouldn't like (laughs) break up a relationship based off the fact that, are you hanging out with your friends and you just not telling me like, I want to know like what's going on. so. So hear me out because I feel like you... You're not hearing my where I'm coming from. You want me I'm to not. you want me to 
come to the same conclusion as you. I don't. And we're just going to be different here because what I'm saying is the problem that I have, right, is that he's not coming home, period. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. And we need to work to resolve that particular problem. Mm -hmm. For me and for me only, this is different than for you, it doesn't matter what it is that he's doing whether he's playing Candy Crush, whether he's playing bowling, whether he's playing football, whether he's uh, shopping for groceries, whatever it is that he's doing. If I have a problem with the situation and he doesn't care enough to make the adjustment, that is an issue that needs to be resolved. And whether I have his password or not to figure out and investigate what it is that he's doing it's mm-hmm. irrelevant because it's not the what he's doing. It's the fact that he doesn't care. And for me, if he is cheating and he knows I'm going to look through his phone, then he can easily erase signs Delete of it. the cheating. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't feel like I want to sit here and be like, well, give me your phone. And I'm going to look through and see, okay, I didn't find nothing. And then he's like, see, okay, well, you didn't find anything when really he was out cheating. So I, I don't like I don't even want to be in that relationship at all. When it gets to that point, I need to be out because I need to have peace in my home and peace in my relationship. If if I'm telling you, hey, you're stepping on my foot and it hurts and I really need you to stop and you continuously step on my foot, I don't need to sit here and investigate why you keep stepping on my foot and trying to figure out. No, I need to move on from this relationship because it's not serving me anymore. I don't need to be sitting here going through people's phones. That that to me, that's that's just headache and, and extra stress that I don't want to take on. But if it gives you comfort to know that you have the ability to do that, if it's gonna make your relationship have peace, then I'm I'm all for that. But to do it in the reverse, that's not that's not the setup for me, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We're just going to move on from there. Too. Yeah, that's what I said. We don't have to agree. No, it's I, I think what you're saying is exactly like how I would I would I would do. Um, but I'm just talking about in regards to. I guess if I needed to do that, which, like you said, at, at a point where if you're not coming home mm-hmm. and you're not caring about the fact that I'm saying I don't like the fact that you're out and you still doing it. Yeah, I guess I, I just want to have some type of confirmation that you cheating. So if that was the case, but like you said, if 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 he was cheating, he more than likely will change his. I mean, delete all the messages or even change his password at that point because he know that you already you know you have it. But it's not like me personally. I look through my husband's phone. So I, I I I don't. But if in a situation where it was like that, where I was checking his phone more often, I'm sure that person will change the number, you know, like change the passcodes because they, they want to hide something from you. Yeah. But I just like the, the fact that, I mean, to me, I guess, you know, every relationship is different, but I mean, I, I don't disagree with you, but I, I do like the, I do like having his, his uh, passcode. And he can have bonds in case for any anything. Yeah. Taking taking a picture or 
you know, getting some for the kids or whatever the situation may be. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, but anyway, so boundaries. Now, do you have boundaries? In Wait, friendship? can I just ask a quick question? Yes. Do you know his like pin number for his bank bank accounts? Yes. Okay. But now I, I know them, but do I remember them? Does that make any sense? No. Like he told, like we, let's say we at, at a checkout or whatever. He's like, Oh, my pin number is blah, blah, blah. Like he'll tell me. Now, do I remember it? No, because I never use his bank card. Does that make sense? Like he's comfortable enough to tell me what it is, but I don't, I don't remember it. Cause I never have his bank card. But that's you because I mean, because, you know, like, <laughs> let's say if he was on the phone, like, if I wanted to FaceTime you, you have a joy, right? I said, but my, my Google Duo is not working. He said, oh, well, just take my phone. So I got his passcode to be able to FaceTime you with the joy thing. That's the only time I use this stuff. Like, stuff like that. Like, stuff that <laughs> that really don't matter. Like, I don't care that he be texting his bowling friends. Like, so you I don't could, care about so that. So you have, you, you guys... I know you guys have separate stuff, so you can log in and, and uh, see all his bank information. You can get access to all that, all those separate funds. I can get access. Yes. Yes. Like he, like I know the bank account information, but okay, let me see rephrase this. He told me the bank account information. Do I remember it? No, because we have separate accounts. But if I ever needed to get into it, it's not like he'd be like, nah, you don't need to know my information. It, it would never be like that. Like, we have open communication. He knows how much I make. I know how much he makes. He knows my account. I know what's in his account. You know. But do you see how that's like, that's what I was saying about the phones that you was making seem like I was crazy. What do you mean about going through, <laughs> going through the phones? Yeah. I don't, I don't get what you're saying now. So what are you trying to say? <laughs> no, nothing. We're good. <laughs> no, I'm confused. <laughs> because, I mean, I feel like, yeah, you, you, I feel like, all right, if there's nothing to hide, why, why don't, why don't I know it? You know, it's not like I have a purpose to go in there and, uh, not that I have, a, I don't really have a main purpose to, to be looking at your messages because you haven't shown me that, you know, you, you're doing anything outside of our marriage. So I don't have a desire, but the little stuff that I do do to, to, to FaceTime people is, to me, is whatever. He can do the same on my phone, so. Yeah. Okay. Do your do- does your daughter have your pin, pin code number to your phone? No. And um, for a long time, I didn't have a password on my phone, like when she was home with me all day. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I had a password on my phone really, like, for work. Like, if I was out at work mm-hmm. and I lost my phone or something. But when I was like around the house a lot, I did not have a password on my phone because um, I wanted her to be able to like use it in an emergency. But now mm-hmm. that she has her phone, she can make calls on her tablet, on her Chromebook and stuff. So I feel like comfortable like having it yeah. on there. And I'm out of the house a lot more now. So, mm-hmm. um, but I I go through phases where. I have a pin on my phone and I, I don't. don't. And really, like, one of the main reasons I set it up was for, like, um, was it Google Pay or something? You couldn't have it on your phone yeah. unless you had a yeah. pin number. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. But so, I'm not, I don't really do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always have a passcode. And it was important to tell my daughter 
mine in case of she an emergency. Use it. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, we're done with passcodes and phones and stuff. What's your next right? question? <laughs> do you have boundaries and friendships? Um. Yes, I do, and that's why I ain't got no friends. <laughs> choking on water here um yes so so what is your boundaries with your friends i my boundary is just that i we have to have like a level of respect and um so for instance one of my very dearest most wonderfulest friends one time was going through something and Mm -hmm. um like completely stopped talking to me for like I don't even remember how long let's let's say a month right mm-hmm. like would not speak to me and yeah the issue that she had it had nothing to do with me she just that's how she was dealing with it you know yeah um, and so like once she came back to feeling more like herself she reached out to me and she like apologized she's like hey I realized like I haven't been haven't been talking to you I just want to let you know, like, I was dealing with some stuff, and that's how I handled it. And I'm like, okay, I love you. I forgive you this time, but we can never do that again. Like, yeah. just tell me, hey, I'm going through something, and the way that you can support me is to give me my space, and I will do that for you. Like, I love you. You're my friend. I'm going to do mm-hmm. what you feel like you need me to do, but you can't just put me yeah. on your shit list anytime you're having a bad day and think that it's okay. And we've never had that issue again. Yeah. Everything is fine. Um, but I also learned from that encounter that she is the type of person that likes to have her space when she's not feeling well, you know? And so yeah. I have to be comfortable doing that for her too. So what about you? Do you have any boundaries that you set with your friends? I want to say it's the same thing, like open communication. So if you have an issue with me, I I would want to know what that issue is. And I feel like if I don't have an, if, if I don't know what your issue is, it's going to bother me a lot as, as you know. So I would expect you as a friend, it's be open and honest with me about how you're feeling about what I did or Mm -hmm. just like vice versa. If you did something, I would want to be honest with you too. So um, so yeah, so I guess honesty is a boundary for me. Yeah. Um, just being upfront about things that is, that is really important in friendships. Like I don't have a whole lot of friends, but the friends that I do have is, is based because of honesty. I need yeah. you to be honest with me. And, and I, real. I think for me, I have learned that um, one of my boundaries is, I don't know how to say this, but like, you're really good at this being like accepting of me, how I am, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember like uh, earlier this year when I was going through my little depression and mm-hmm. I, I asked you, I was like, Nicole, can you just allow me to feel how I'm feeling and not yeah. try to like make me feel better? And, like, after I said that, you were just, 
like you were on it. Like you never <laughs> tried to. Like, I know that sounds yeah, really big, bad. No, because <laughs> because but that's a part of being honest. Because I I felt some type of way because I'm like, now did I do something to piss yeah. you off or you know, like and that like makes me annoyed because I'm like, you not telling me what's going on. But once you told me, I was like, okay, shoot. Yeah. You know, and, and, and get back to where it is. So, but, um, and that but like it, really helped me so much because sometimes, like, like think about when you're at work and you're having like a shitty day at work and then yeah. you have to walk in the building and instantly be like, good morning, Bob. Hi, how's everything? Yes, Girl. I'm doing great. And that is so draining, you know? It is. And for me, I am a very, like, I wear my emotions on my sleeve, you know, like when I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling it. When I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it. And I need with my friends, I need y'all to be like, girl, you ain't feeling it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't want to have to be like, Hey guys, I'm doing great. Like there's no value in that for me. You know, like I want to be, even if I'm like nothing is wrong and I just feel lazy and I just want to lay back and just be dry, I want yeah. my friends to be like, okay, that's fine. I don't want you to be, come on, please, you know, like be excited, be happy all the time. Yeah. Like just meet me where I'm at. That's like so so refreshing and it makes me want to be around around you more because I know it doesn't matter how I'm feeling. I can just be myself and I can call you in any mood, you know? Yep, yep. Like when I was... And I, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to no, say, no. like, when I called you today, like, in the carpool line, and I was, like, annoyed with work, I was tired or whatever, but I still could call you, whereas most yeah. people, I would have just sent a text. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't want to talk to this person. I don't want to fake it right now. <laughs> Let me just send her a text. No, I get you. And I think, like, I had to learn to adapt to that, like, not um, in regards to you, but to Elwa, too. Like, he's, like, a non, sounds bad, but, like, non-emotional. Like, not non-emotional, yeah. but, like, he's such a laid-back person. Yeah. So, when I'm, like, you know, wanting to get some type of emotion from him, he's like, well, I mean, that's just not who I am. And I'm just like, Ugh. you know, it's kind of, like, yeah. annoying. And I'd be like, you know what, just, you know, just, just let go. Move mm-hmm. on. And that was a thing when, you know, when you were going through what you were going through, I was like, what is, you know, what's going on? And I might have had like a little tiff, like a little attitude or whatnot. Oh, you was pissed. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and when you told me, you know, I I was like, okay, all right. Just, let, you know, like, let it go. I mean, it's not, it's not the end of the world if everybody can't be like happy and peppy yeah. and emotional with you, you know? So, but I know also, let it go and move I on. was making, like, because I hadn't told you, like, how I was feeling, I was giving you the impression that I didn't want to do it, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I think that was frustrating for you, especially because, like, I didn't have the energy to, like, do the stuff I was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, did you do it? And I'm like, no. And you're like, well, bitch, then what have you been doing? <laughs> oh, gosh. Like, but, uh, but you're right. Yeah. You, like what you're saying is right. It was like, like wh- what's going on? You know. So, but I think it was honesty for me for you to tell simple. me, like, because once I was able to like step outside and realize, like, yeah, if the tables were turned, 
I would feel the same way that she's feeling. Like, I would feel like, what you mean you ain't did nothing all day, but you also didn't do what you told me you was going to do. So what you... Yeah, because you would have you laid into me, and I'd have been like, oh, Lord, child. So, yeah, yeah. you definitely so that, laid into that me. helped me to, like, motivate me to, to be like, yep. okay, you got to push through, and at least if you don't do nothing else today, you can get right back in the bed, but do what you told Nicole you was going to do. So she but, knows you're serious. But, yeah, that's just, like, any friendship. Like, just be honest and open and tell them, you know, not what's going on, but if you say you're going to do something, to me, do it. And if you can't do it, not and I'm not directing this to you, but I'm talking about because I feel friends attacked. in general. No, no, no I'm joking. talking about friends. If you say that she was gonna do something, then do it, and be and you know, if you don't want to do it, then just be honest and open about why you don't want to do the things that you want to do. Yeah, but so, also I have I'm gonna say one more thing, and I know you have another question, but last one, yeah. I have a friend from like at my b- very best friend when I was in college, right? Mm-hmm. This girl was constantly late, and I ain't talking about <laughs> ten minutes. I'm talking about forty five minutes late. We supposed to meet up to study, mm-hmm. and you for I'm calling you forty five minutes later, and you just waking up constantly. Oh, right? that would piss me off. Girl, it used to drive me crazy and I would remember because the other day we was down by my old college right and I was mm-hmm. telling Anthony like I sat right here was I telling Anthony was we downtown I can't remember girl but anyway I was it must have been Anthony I was like we was right here and I had to sit here in this do not park zone for, for over an hour oh, wow. waiting for her to come out of the daggone library you in the library I'm giving you a ride right and so, I hope she heard this and remember this story. <laughs> <laughs> so, she comes out the library, and she's a lot like you. Like, she is a people person. So, she uh, finally, an hour later, comes strolling out the library. Hey, girl! Talking to people. If you don't get your behind in this in car. This car <laughs> I would have been. I would have probably left her. And so, but I had to remember, like, part of being her friend I know this about her. Like, I know she always late. Why am I always on time coming to get her behind? Knowing she ain't going to be on time. No. No. No, there's no excuse Mm -mm. for that. I'm sorry. No, I get what you're saying. But but I get what you're saying. But at the same time, this is a part of her personality. Yeah. That that was just something about her. I had no complaints about nothing else in our friendship. I'm not going to end our friendship over... Her being late, late. you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I had to also adjust. This is the compromise part, right? Adjust my expectations of her. Like, So you come an hour late to things when you have to come. Call me when you outside, and I'll come. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) And she ain't even outside. (laughs) She probably still in the building. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Cannot. I cannot. I hate late. I hate. I'm going to go. I'm going to park. I'm going to go do what I'm. I'm going to be in the library, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But I think, like, sometimes we can set boundaries, and it's so rigid that it really cuts us off. You know what I'm saying? Because if I would have looked at it like, if you really cared about our friendship, then you would be on time. You would be on time. Yeah. But really, that's just, like, a a character flaw. (laughs) Or she could have came... Maybe like not an hour late, but maybe like 
20 minutes, 15 minutes. But that's like, like she so should big. be adjustment but too. But no, but she did because after that day, when I tell you I was so pissed, and she was like, I'm so sorry, I didn't realize. And we had like a serious talk, and she did try harder. Like, she would call me and let me know, like, girl, I'm just waking up, don't leave yet, you know, like. So she did okay. adjust as well, but I also had to, like, we had to kind of like meet in the middle. Okay, but, as long as y'all meet in the middle, I, I, nah, I understand that that was the first time I. No, that was the first time. That was but if the that worst was like time. the multiple. <laughs> <laughs> if that girl did that multiple times, I, I, I couldn't hang out with her. I'd be like, you know what, late. call Uber because I couldn't do. Uh, Uber wasn't going on back then, but she still. was late to class. She couldn't get up for ten o'clock class. That girl. <laughs> why you? Why you sign up for a ten o'clock class if you can't even make it to it? She was she was going through a lot. I remember one time, let me not tell this girl business, but she came yeah. to class so damn ashy. The white people was like, why do your feet look like Oh, no. <laughs> not the white people asking that. I ain't saying no names to protect the innocent, but we cracked yeah. up about that because it was like an exam day. And I guess she, of course, was running late. So she just slid some flip-flops on and came to class, and them little feet was white. And they was like, what is... <laughs> Why does your feet look like that? What's going on with your toes, girl? Girl, that's terrible. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to go into the last question. Okay. Um, is do you set boundaries with your kids? Now, I think this is an automatic yes mm-hmm. for most parents because, you know, you're teaching them discipline. That's yeah. when I think a boundary, I'm thinking, like, discipline, like... Be respectful. Um, you know, um, what's one thing? Um, <laughs> uh, I'm thinking about something that happened last night. Like, I'm just going to tell you a funny story. But this is nothing to do with boundaries, but this is about your little niece. Okay. So, I, oh, th- this is kind of a boundary. When I say it's time to go to bed, it's time to go to bed, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't go to bed and you're doing something crazy, you're stepping out your boundaries so you make it in trouble, right? Right. So I got out the shower and I'm, I, I heard her door open and she's been doing this lately. She's been going into Kayla's room and you go lay in the bed with her and fall asleep in her room because she's like all of a sudden scared of everything. Uh-huh. So I heard the door open. I'm like, what? this little girl done got out of her bed. So I went in her room. She was she was gone. So I went into Kayla's room. Kayla's knocked the heck out. She's asleep. And this little girl just sitting up on Kayla's little iPod just... Trying to get in, trying to get her pet, trying to get her passcode and disable the dad on phone because she's trying to get in there. <laughs> I said, "What are you doing?" Um, and you know they looking crazy at this time. They looking like, yeah. Oh shucks, I'm in trouble now. Mm-hmm. I said, "Why the heck are you doing that?" Like, I don't understand. And this is to the world. Give me some tips on how to make sure this girl is not scared of everything because give them to me so too sp- because. <laughs> This sleeping thing, like this happened with my oldest daughter too. Like they scared every daggone but thing. You know they scared what? to sleep in the room by themselves. Kayla, it's Kayla passed that off to Kristen because she made Kristen think that that she's afraid of the dark. Because oh, Kristen ha- was never she didn't, she wasn't a nightlight kid. She would go in there and go straight to sleep, and then. Kayla came over here one night and spent the night. And ever since then, Kristen said she's scared of the dark. And, like, when she first said it, we was like, 
what? Girl. So it's I don't know mess. what what Kayla be telling them is in the dark. But and then one day Kristen was asking me about monsters. We don't even now, talk I think about. I think I think that's a kid thing. Um, about the monsters things. Like I hear that a lot. There was this one monster called Grandy, and other people may know what it is too. But is that the little crazy person that was? Putting stuff in the YouTube videos. Do you remember that? Maybe. I, I honestly I don't know, but she got that from somebody else, and then it was that was the start of the, of the scariness. I'm scared of Grandy. I'm like, who the hell is Grandy or Grandy or whatever the heck the person thing name is? Um, and I was like, like I just want to go to sleep. You mm. know, like world tell us. How do you get these kids not to be scared of everything? Like, I'm trying to not make sure she don't even take naps. So she'd be so tired that she'll sleep through the whole night. Yeah, Girl, yeah. woke me up in the middle of the morning at 4 o'clock. Mommy, I'm scared. Girl, you better get You, you get about something. to be real scared right now because you woke me up at 4 o'clock in the freaking morning. <laughs> you should be worst. even more scared. Yeah, that, that girls. I'm sorry. That's nothing to do with boundaries. So my answer to the boundaries question is yes. I feel like every parent, I feel like every parent should set boundaries. When I say set boundaries, meaning like discipline your children. It could be any form of way of you, how you want to discipline them, but at least give them the right tools to be able to be better in the world. So, yeah, so we definitely set boundaries um, with her. She's She knows that there's, I try to be very like open with her. Like, mm-hmm. um, I know like some parents don't let their kids in their bedroom. I don't have that bound. Oh yeah. And I, I know that they, they say never, like, okay, that's their personal space. Like their, um, what's it called? Like your getaway, you know, like uh, okay. that you don't want. And so like, that for example, must be nice. we, we let her come in our room and everything. But Anthony said like anything that she brings in our room, she has to take it back out. She can't yeah. like bring can't her pillow leave in, in and then leave it in there or whatever. Like she yeah. can come in, she can hang out with us, but she can't leave anything in there. No, I agree with out. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. but we talk to her a lot. Like she understands consequences and I talk to her a lot about like making good decisions and yeah. bad decisions. And, um, I try to give her, the opportunity to recognize that something should be a boundary. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like I shouldn't have to lay out for you every little thing that's wrong. You should be able to deduce from past experiences that this is likely not going to fly either. Yeah. (laughs) So I try to give her, you know, like if I, if I tell her, you know, don't jump off the top step, right? Mm-hmm. And then she jump off the third step. I'm going to say, now, was that a good decision? Well, why do you think I told you not to jump off the top step? For, mm-hmm. So then why do you think it's okay to jump off? Of the, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah. so now that you made that decision, this is what the consequence is going to be. And yeah. sometimes you get your own consequence because now you done fell and you hurt and you bleeding. And now I'm going to just l- look at you. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't, don't get no hugs. 
from me. Yeah, yeah that's, no, that's not... the consequence of you making that decision. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely think like our role when we're with as parents is like to raise future adults. You know. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. so like everything that we're doing and like how we're guiding them is setting them up for being an adult. Mm-hmm. And like I think about this, and we don't have to get into this, but like with spankings mm-hmm. and like where that comes from and i feel like it's like slave mentality where you make the wrong decision or you say the wrong thing to the wrong person that's a life ending decision you know what i mean like back then you could be killed Kill. for less you know mm-hmm. and so it was like we didn't have a lot of time to get you in line And I feel like there are some things that still carry that same, you know, um, penalty, like running in the street. That's a life or death mistake, (laughs) you know? So we have to, like, there's no time to be having fun conversations about (laughs) consequences, you know? Like, you're going to die if you do this, you know? Yeah. So I think like there's different levels when it comes to kids. Like some of the things it's like, oh, we want you to grow up and be responsible and know how to like, you know, take care of yourself. And other things is like, we just want you to be able to grow up. Like we want you to be safe. We want you to, you know, survive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I 1000% agree with you. I think we as, as adults have a duty when we're, when we're creating these wonderful children we have a duty to make sure that they are grown up to be really more than what you are in my opinion yeah i want both my daughters to be better than me so um i'm making sure that they won't i will try to make sure they don't make the right decisions and do um the wrong things all right you have was that the last question that was the last question so do you want me to just go ahead and do this? What, the Crystal's Carrots? Yeah. Okay, so guys, we don't have an, a letter again this week. I blame you all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> send us an email to the suite at gmail.com. DM us if you want. Um, give us a topic to talk about for Crystal's Carrots. But for yep. today, Nicole has some little trick up her sleeve for this. It's a a little game for you since this is your portion of the um, episode. I feel like we should have like a fun question, um, interact, fun fun question game. So basically what it is, is I'll give you two things. You have to choose which one is better, which one you rather do, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so I have a list of 15 questions. It will go fast. Now, at the end, like you cannot explain any of your reasonings between these answers. Okay. So if you choose to explain, you can explain at the end. Okay. Okay. Yep. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. First question. Game of Thrones or This Is Us? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no explanation. No, I can't. Got to oh. pick one. <laughs> this is us. Oh gosh. Randall or Jack? Ah! <laughs> Randall.
doll. I knew that one. Uh, Cersei or Daenerys? Daenerys. Cersei. That's easy. Uh, Rob Stark or Jon Snow? Jon Snow. Hang in the house or hang out the house? Um, hang in. Top five favorite musicians? Um, Whitney, numero uno. Luther, numero dos. Um, does it have to be just an individual? Or can it be a group? Uh, it says musician. Um, oh gosh, can I come so back? No group. Just I just have two. Everyone else. Can. All right, put put the rest of the groups. Um, I was gonna say TLC. <laughs> um, uh, Kirk Franklin. Oh my gosh, this is hard. Um, uh, Patty. Okay. Funny you say that. Next question: TLC or Destiny Child? TLC. Hip hop or R and B? Um, I'll um R and B. Backstreet Boys or In Sync? In Sync. <laughs> I actually Tem- had an answer for that. <laughs> Temptation movies or five heartbeats? Ah! <laughs> five heartbeats. A Broadway show or a concert? Broadway. Human resource or customer service? Girl, it's all the <laughs> damn pits. <laughs> Human resources. <laughs> um. Salad or cooked vegetables? Cooked vegetables. Top three movies. Um, New Jack City. The Preacher's Wife. You said top three. Mm-hmm. Um, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Okay. Vacation in the states or out of the country? Um, in the States. And you ha- are done with Nicole's <laughs> questions. You started me off with the hardest one. I did not appreciate <laughs> I'm surprised you said this is us. The only reason is because, um, I was thinking like if I could never watch again mm-hmm. and Game of Thrones is over. <laughs> <laughs> I got one more Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I got to at least finish it out. Um, that's such a hard one because those are like my top two favorites. If anything know. else, like anything else, it would have been so super easy. Because when you said Game yeah. of I mean, you said Game of Thrones, I was about to answer like, ain't nothing top Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Duh. This but, is like, um, shucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said, uh. uh I just, I just. Like, those are the only two shows that I don't, like, I have to watch it live. Like, I stop everything. Like, my kids I know. have to be in the bed. Like, don't talk to me. I shut everything down. And it's just for those two shows. So, yeah. that was really hard. But and when does This Is Us come back on? Um, Pretty soon. Like, okay, very soon. But I haven't, I haven't been looking because I don't want it. Because this is, like, the final season. And I don't want to look at, like, they're doing, like, spoiler Not spoilers, but they're, like, talking about it. I don't want yeah. anything. I just, my heart is just going to break about it. I'm already devastated. Girl. But 
I'm just thinking about like I can't live without you know Game of Thrones. I mean not Game of Thrones. This is us. Yeah, I just saw on Instagram a uh, Randall. He posted something about like the last first day or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It's crazy. That's a, such a hard one. I'm so sorry. Anything else you want to explain about the 15 questions? Um, what were some of them? It was something that I wanted to explain. Oh, man. Uh, Run through it real quick. Randall or Jack? Mm-hmm. I, I, I knew why you said Randall. Uh, Rand- no, but this is the thing. Jack is actually, like, my favorite. He's so sweet. I love Jack. I love Jack. He's like, you know, the original. And we're talking about This Is Us, Randall and yes, Jack. This Is Us, Randall and Jack. If y'all don't know yeah. what, who Randall and Jack are, y'all Jack better is. get it together, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you better binge watch them five but seasons. Randall, you know, that's my real husband. Anthony is his, you know, fill-in. Uh-huh. Um, until Randall, you know, gets here. Um, and he's aware. He knows. Um, he knows, yeah. But Randall is just, he's the one that really just, you know, makes Anthony just look like a terrible husband. Yeah. I'll be looking at him like. Anthony's not terrible. So for Randall, uh, for Randall, that's a lot. Every Tuesday after This Is Us, I go in there and just stare at him. And he'd be like, I hate when you You watch that show. I know. You just saw that show, didn't you? Yeah, I love This Is Us. Randall is definitely a hard, um. A hard one to beat. He's just such a, like I feel like he's a tough guy, but he's, he's also very such emotional. A no, when I say tough guy, I mean like if he had to get down and like save you, like if somebody was trying to get at you, yeah. I think he would. He would. Throw oh, some, we saw that. Throw some bows. Yeah, because remember hey. he beat up the guy that was like robbing someone. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we saw him do that already. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like he can be tough when he need to be tough, but he can be emotional and soft and just. I love Randall. I love him. Yeah. Randall is great. Sterling K. Brown does an amazing job. Well, he's great also. Yeah, he's great too. Yeah. He's not my husband, you know, like he's Sterling, but Randall, that's, that's my. The character Randall is your husband. We got it. Okay. Yeah. But that's all I have for you today. That was I fun. I thought that'd be a fun little questionnaire. Next week, I'm going to do it for you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm going to find something like... Oh, my gosh. It's not going to be... I'm, I'm very boring, so it's not going to be that hard. I'm going to have to think hard. Did you... That was really good, though. You did a good job. You know, thank you. I try. Um, okay. But anywho. Well, um, thanks, guys. That's it. Um... Like I said, make sure that you send us an email. Um, mm-hmm. For oh, and also we wanted to um, give you guys the opportunity to give us suggestions for topics that you want us to um, record. When we did Tuesday Night Live, um, we did get a couple suggestions that we added to our list. So we are listening to what you guys want to hear from us. Um, yes, <laughs> which I kind of got the questionnaire from what we talked about a little bit. Yeah, I t- if I you think about it. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so definitely like let us know. We did not have a Tuesday night live today because we had school conflicts and we couldn't get the schedule together. But we will yeah. be back next week, so you guys will be hearing this on 
Friday. And so on, you know, next week on Tuesday, we will be doing Tuesday Night Live. Yep. We All thank right. you again. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Bye. That's it. That's the show. Thank you so much for hanging out with us at the In-Law Suite. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the In-Law Suite. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Email us your thoughts, questions, and wildest stories at theinlawsuite at gmail.com. And make sure you come back to the In-Law Suite next week, Friday at 8 a.m. for a brand new episode. Available everywhere you get your podcasts. Bye. Bye.